Oh man, glad to have you back though, you know. It's good What's times, up? good times talking with Gabe. Cool. Dirty man, how's your spirit right now? How's your spirit? What's going I, on? Dude, I'm so nervous. I always get like nervous about these things. Like it's just it's uh sometimes it's like, you know, you do you do this and it's like it's like an open mic at a coffee shop where there's only four people watching sometimes <laughs> and it's still nerve you know, it's like still nerve wracking. I'm not saying I'm not saying that like you guys only get four people right, watching. Right. But I mean like like right now there's no there's no it's just the three of us it, and it, I'm it's like, funny. Oh, it's like shit. A, like uh-huh, it's like three people just sitting and listening, they're like, Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I get that. That's <laughs> See the cool thing, we've both gone and done that. We both made those three people laugh their fucking asses <laughs> off though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, I feel good. Awesome. How about you, Jaime? How you feeling? Yeah, I feel, honestly, I'm super tired right now. I'm running on fumes, but I'm ready. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, there we go. With that, cue the intro music. Welcome one, welcome all to another installment of the 1st and the 15th. My name is Anthony Barrera. I am your host. Coming in from a remote, undisclosed location, this man has many, 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 many baseball caps at his disposal. Give it up for my co-host, Mr. Jaime Virgen. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Mr. Jaime V. Uh, I'm going to bring a little bit more energy to this podcast. We're going to have a great time today. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, stay tuned. Let's get into it. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. We have a big guest alert in effect here today on the show. Returning guest, Mr. Gabriel Elvizo. Gabe, how you doing, man? I'm good. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for those of you who don't know, Gabriel is a comedian. Uh, He's living in Chicago right now, doing his thing, surfing the pandemic. Uh, (laughs) So how have you been, man? It's been a while since we last talked to you. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good. Like, it's funny because I mean, uh, like, I haven't done I haven't done comedy since the pandemic started. Well, actually, that's not true. I did three outdoor park open mics, uh, mm. but I just I really don't feel like um, I don't know. I don't really feel like a comic uh, like right now, um, you know, because I haven't been doing it. Um, I feel depressed. Some days anxious, most days more than I've ever, not than I've ever been, but more than I've been in a very long time, uh, like a different particular type of anxiety that I really don't like. Um, some anxiety, like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, I never really like anxiety, but there's some forms of it that like I could recognize and like live with and yeah. be like, oh, it's here. Okay. It's like tolerable. this is it. Tolerable. And like. This is like a just a different type of anxiety that I have experienced before, like in the past, that like really frightens me in a lot of ways. And like, um, but I, I'm also confident that like I'm good. It's just like a lot of it has to do with the fact that like it's probably anxiety that a lot of people are like dealing with. But yeah. like, I I just feel do you like think I, it stems from you not being able to go out and like perform as much as you would like to. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean that's that's definitely yeah. I mean, there are a lot of other things right now like mm-hmm. happening in my life that like influence it and uh and kind of fuel that that feeling, but that is definitely like like one of them, you know. I I can't imagine like what 
like fighters feel like after like you know retiring you know like like boxing yeah, like boxers like all you're used to is like going into that ring mm-hmm. and, and fighting and then suddenly you stop you don't do that anymore mm-hmm. yeah like yeah you been trying to fill your time up with uh, with with other things, maybe some other creative outlets. Yeah, I've been painting a little bit, um, not as much as I'd like to. I've been drawing a little bit, you know, not as much as I like to. I went out and I did some photography for a little bit. Um, uh, running again, it, it's just it's mixed and it, it's mixed in. It's I'm not as con, as consistent in a particular type of like outlet like I would like to be because I you know I just really through all this I found that comedy is kind of like my glue to all of these other creative like outlets like you know like when I was doing comedy I was eating the healthiest that I've ever been I was exercising the most that I've ever been I was writing the most and like really plugged into a lot of other creative things and once comedy stopped for me like you know, I haven't I haven't been running the way that I used to. I I'm kind of eating more, and that just has to do with like being depressed too. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It seems like you were operating at a pretty high frequency. You know, before the pandemic, when you were doing the comedy, and like people understand when you're going out and doing comedy, it's more than just getting on stage. It's like going there, talking to the other comics, like you like know, networking. allowing those creative vibes to kind of flow, mm-hmm. and then going on stage doing your thing you know coming off it's like it was a whole process and like i can understand why you say that a lot of other stuff stopped when that stopped because like it's a big motivator it's a big motivator oh yeah man i mean like i i've kind of lived life uh in fear a lot and i think comedy was like the thing for me that was like it it allowed i knew that like I knew that, like, when I was afraid to do something, that that, like, meant that I should do it. And, like, comedy was, like, a big reminder of that. And, um, and I, and since that has stopped, I've been, like, really, like, I've been, like, really lazy. And I've been, like, um, I've been afraid a lot of, like, a lot of things and letting, like, all these fears and insecurities really, like, kind of cloud my mind and, Things that I don't really have to, I don't have like a, I don't have an outlet right now to like redirect all of this like mm. focus on. And like, like you said, like, yeah, comedy was more than just like writing jokes. It was really practicing like this bit. Like I was doing like three sets a night, like six, seven nights a week, you know? And, uh, and it was like, yeah, like getting on my bike, like time management, like scheduling things, you know, like making sure like I packed my meals, like waking up early, budgeting, Bud- budgeting, definitely one of them. Like, you know, um, also like, you know, like on my days off, like of work, I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do, I'm going to start like doing open mics at five o'clock tonight. So that means I want to get up extra early and really like mm. use my time yeah, wisely, yeah. you know? And like now, like on my days off, I don't know, I've been sleeping in a little bit later. It's been taking me a while to like go out and start running and like just things like that. Like comedy is, I think, really important for me for my mental health, like for my, to, like for, for my discipline, for my mental health and just kind of like the backbone of the way that I function in other avenues of my life, you know? So like... 
I think that's awesome. Like, you know, I just want to be a better comic because I know like being a better comic helps me be better in other, uh, uh, you know, other areas of my life. And then I want to be better in other areas of my life. That way it could influence like my comedy, you know, and I just don't have that right now. I did have one question that I was meaning to ask you on this episode. Uh, we just had Natalie Martinez on the show. Wonderful actor. Um, you know, she's a theatrically centered person, which you used to be. You used to spend a lot of time in the theater. And uh, now you're a comedian. Can you talk about some of the differences between those two mediums? Like, everyone knows you're, you're when you're in theater, you're reciting lines. And on you're doing comedy, you're doing your own stuff. But what are some of the other differences between like theater and comedy i mean well i think that like for me because i've been doing theater since i was like eight um i i got you know i like i do get like stage fright but i definitely i definitely don't have it the way like i know a lot of other people do i'm not like entirely confident and it's not like no problem for me but it is i do recognize that it is a little bit easier for me to just like get the mic and, and speak in front of people and i'm not saying that it is easy but it would it is definitely easier for me because of theater you know uh like you know i've performed in front of like hundreds of people like in theater and and i know that if i let my anxiety get in the way and my nerves get in the way it's a bad performance and it's not real and it's it's just bad it's hard to watch and it's not fun and i've already learned that through theater so like you know doing doing stand-up i already i've already like learned that lesson and like i've con- i'm continuing to learn that lesson but it has definitely helped me be like okay like i want to have fun so get like you know try to tame these nerves as much as possible mm. you know and i can't imagine how much more nervous i would be without theater because i still am a very nervous person when it comes to doing stand-up Interesting. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I mean, doing theater since you were eight, compared to someone going to an open mic for the first time, standing in front of people. You can imagine yeah. it's yeah. It's, I get well. Nervous. I also there are little things that I do know. Like I know how to like look out into the audience and like don't like you know like little things like you know like open up your body and projection and like little little things mm-hmm. like that. But Interesting. um, I don't, diction. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things things like that. Um, so actually, so yeah. sorry to cut you off. It's interesting that you're saying that because, so you're, you're kind of saying that theater and all the things you learned in theater really helped you in your comedy career, right? Like you, yeah, you're taking sure. things you've learned from theater and you kind of like embodied them. Like you were just saying, Anthony, like diction, you know, looking out to the audience, like you're already keeping those things in mind subconsciously. And you're just using them out on stage as a comedian, right? That's what you're doing? Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a real conscious thing or, like... But I, I had a friend, like... We were talking about, like, stand-up and... Um, Joe, You know Joe Chazerate, the guy that I brought to... Oh, you yeah. weren't at that show, were you? I wasn't there, yeah, but I... Yeah. But my, my friend Joe, who's a comic here, he was... We were talking about theater or uh, about stand-up, and he, like, brought... He brought it to my attention. He was, like, you could tell that, like you know like it was a really nice compliment but he was like it it doesn't seem like i've been doing this for only a year and he was like one thing is like theaters helped you like you know um i don't know exactly what he said but you could you like that there is a sense of like 
confidence on on stage uh they would call that a stage presence stage presence that's what he said that's you know that's like one thing like my jokes haven't like you know my jokes aren't always like the tightest or the sharpest or like my or like my writing isn't always the best or um like i lack in a lot of ways but like that's like the one thing that i think that like a lot of people have like have said to me like you have such a presence on stage and I don't know what they mean, like what they mean about like when they say that. I'm not trying to like examine it because like I, I want to let it be what it is. And uh, but like that is something I have heard uh, more than anything is that I have a presence on stage. I really like being in front of people, man. Like I really like being the center of attention. I do. Like I know, <laughs> like it sounds like egoy or whatever right. or like conceited, but it's like the truth. It's I the do. Truth. I, I mean. It. Most people love attention. That's the way it works. Like, I, re- I really love it, dude. Like, I love it. Almost, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, I know early on, like, when I was doing... The- early on, I'm only, I've only been doing comedy for a little over a year. But, like, when I first, first started, I, like, when people would laugh, I'd start to laugh. And I would have, like, such a good time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just almost, like, where, like, I forget that I was doing stand-up. And I was just, like, kind I would get, know. like, giddy. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Uh, I love like I love being the center of attention, and I love making people laugh. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. Actually, you know what? You know, what, do you ever tell jokes at parties? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, well, I'm not, not now, like obviously. I'm not, but like turning it on, right? You know, yeah. That's uh. Do you, I do you ever like? Have you ever been with a group of people and you tell yeah. them you do comedy and they like, ask you to do a bit for God, them? God. Um. I hear I hear a lot of people say that that happens, but that hasn't really happened for me. Mm. A couple times, that's like at, ever, at work, that's happened to me like three times, and I always tell them a joke that I didn't write that's widely available on oh the internet. Oh my god! Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. They always laugh, and do, they always laugh, and, and then I tell them it wasn't oh, okay. mine. But if you want to see mine, you can catch me on a stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, I think. I think I think I don't know. I can't remember where that's really happened. I think it's happened at work a few times. I I do tell certain jokes though that I've like known since I was like a kid, like jokes that I've read yeah. online and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, at parties. So the last time we talked was uh, right before uh, the killing of George Floyd. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> really sad shit. But here around this area, we, we have, you know, Eusalinas, Monterey, Marino, a bunch of small towns galvanized. How was it like over in Chicago during all that? Um, I mean, I don't... I don't even know how to put it in words, or, like, I don't even know if I want to talk about it, to be honest. It's, uh... I don't know. I don't know what to say. It, I mean, was it bad? Where where you were? Yeah, yeah. It's bad. Like yeah. it's 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 bad. Mm. Like you know, it's uh, it's fucking, it's fucking bad. Like mm. it breaks, it breaks yeah. my yeah. heart. Like yeah. it's it's fucking it's fucking bad. Um, yeah. 
Well, moving forward. Uh, no, I feel you, bro. No, no, I feel you, bro. It is a, it is a sensitive subject. You know, obviously, we don't want to see any of this happen, and it sucks that like stuff like that is still happening to this day. You know, like even though George Floyd was some months ago, you know, we still got like dealing with the Breonna Taylor uh, killings as well. Nothing's happened with that. Um, obviously, the Kenosha thing. Um, but I, you know what I, oh, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I think honestly too, it's like a political agenda. You know, it's possible that these things are happening at the right time for certain people to benefit from. What do you think about that? Oh, I don't know. I think that like, I have heard like people before, like you notice that there's always like, you know, um, there's always like a like a calm before the storm and then mm. all of a sudden the news decides to like show like a you know like a school shooting and then mm. there's another one and then there's another mm. one and then there's another one like right. one right after the other yeah. and then there's this new thing happening in the news where like yeah like somebody that doesn't have a weapon that's a person of color gets mm-hmm. shot and then there's another one and then there's mm-hmm. another one and then there's another one and then there's like a you know like like yeah like um kind of you know nothing's going on and then this happens and then this right. happens i don't know if it's like cons- like a conspiracy theory or what i, I don't know i don't right. know what to say about that I but you yeah well uh, on, um, like, what's your, uh, sorry go ahead anthony what's your favorite conspiracy my favorite conspiracy theory <laughs> yeah that's interesting I don't know. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but like I was. I you just seem like a guy who's super into it, huh? conspiracy theories. I'm not super into conspiracy theories, but I have this friend who like he's always been like a real funny dude, and um, and uh, I we hadn't seen him for years. Like he had just like we just hadn't seen him. This was like kind of before everyone had like a cell phone, and so mm. um. Like, this is, like, when the sidekick was still popping oh and, like, God. those, like, phones. Like keyboards oh were still yeah, yeah, yeah. phones. And, but, uh, but, uh, we hadn't seen him for a while. And that was just kind of normal. Like, we, you know, you don't see somebody for a little while and you're like, yo, where's so-and-so go or whatever. Because there wasn't, like, a social media, like, presence of that person. Mm-hmm. Like, now if somebody's gone, we know where they are because of social media, you right. know, and, and yeah. whatnot. But, uh, so we're like, yo, we're, like, where's you know, uh, I could say his name, Noe. We are like, uh, like, where's Noe been or whatever, right? And they're like, yeah, I haven't seen Noe in like a minute. And we were, at, we were hanging out and then all of a sudden, like Noe like showed up that day. And we were like, oh shit, dude, we were just talking about you. And he was like, and I remember that he said like, he was like, yeah, I bet you were. That's why I showed up because that's what the government wants. Oh my. And we were like, yeah. And we were like, what? And he was like, dude, you start talking about somebody that you haven't talked to in years, they either show up or they're dead and like all this what? shit. And then, like, the, the yeah. And then the rest of the dead. day, he started talking about, he started talking about like black helicopters in the air, like all these conspiracy the- theories. And this is, I think like he had just gotten like a sidekick that had like YouTube on it or like, or he had just gotten a computer for the first time or something. I don't know. Or like he just, but he had like, was like a conspiracy theorist for like a hot second basically and but that day i remember being like i hadn't seen him in a few years and he was like into these like conspiracy theories 
um i'm not i'm not into any do you do you you have some anthony because i mean i have i'm a huge honestly i'm a a conspiracy theorist I, i can i can go on do you have a favorite i'm curious actually uh the beatles are you oh you know you think, the, the ones surrounding the Beatles. Um, what was it? Yeah, I've uh, heard of John Lennon died. Uh huh. I, I forget. It was like the Abbey, there's like an Abbey Road conspiracy that I forget who someone doesn't have shoes on in the photo. Yeah, because they're uh, they're not the real right. I forget who it was member, that they replaced the member of the Beatles yeah. with uh with like their brother uh-huh. or some shit, and that's why he doesn't have shoes on because uh-huh. he's not an actual member. Right. I can't remember who it was, but there's like yeah that that's your favorite or like that's your big one. I think that'd be the funnest one if it were actually true. Okay. Do you think Elvis is really is really dead? Uh, I hope because that like that's such a legendary way to go out to on the toilet. Yeah. What about uh the moon landing? Like he's the most famous person to have ever died on a toilet. It's Elvis Presley. Mm. That is true. What about that the moon landing? Do you think we really landed on the moon in the sixties? Um. Most likely, you think? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. There's no fucking resources on the moon, so it doesn't matter. Right. But I, um, I, I was, I was watching uh, Real Time with Bill Maher and Most Def and Cornell West were like on the panel, and I remember they were having this debate, like saying that like Most Def was like, I don't believe that like Ben Laden is like, like a, like real. Like he's really gonna do these things that he says that he's gonna do. Like remember when he was like sending all these like tapes out like these videos yeah yeah, uh, the videos yeah. Of them like training and shit and, yeah like, yeah he was like America. yeah he was like i don't believe any of that shit's real and like cornell west and bill maher were like what are you talking about and he was like look i grew up in the hood i grew up around dangerous people if somebody wants something from you they're not going to send you a vhs tape like i'm gonna get you huh. like they come and get get you like it was so dude it was <laughs> wow. so funny it was hilarious the way that he did it like i loved it huh. yeah Maybe yeah. it's not the way of thinking, I guess. That's interesting. That's so weird. I mean, yeah. do, do you think that, like, or what, like, constitutes a conspiracy theory? Um, a story that contradicts the, um, I guess, official telling of what went down. Right. So it's like... Uh, I think uh, JFK, like, the, you know, like... All the facts aren't the, there. The grassy knoll. Yeah. Like, you know, the Warren Commission yeah. ruled that it was one gunman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so I, what about, like... Uh-huh. I mean... I can go on about that, too. Damn. So, so like, what if, like... So, like, Jesus Christ coming back from the dead, was that, like, maybe just a conspiracy theory? And then, like, everyone, uh, like... Religion? You know, everyone know. started to... Be, conspiracy like, theories and religion, I don't know if those could mix. That's a tough one. I don't think anyone's like. Oh, yeah. go- I mean, there are definitely yeah. conspiracy theories in religion. Yeah, but I don't know about Jesus. I don't know if it. Maybe. Okay, I like I heard, heard that, that. Like, who's the who's the burning bush dude? Moses. Yeah. So like Moses saw Jesus after he like encountered this burning bush, right? Um, I Honestly, believe I that's the, well. No, Mo- that was when he came up with the commandments. The burning bush. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They like told him. Yeah, I remember. So, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, someone was, so was saying way before Jesus' time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, like, someone was saying that, like, when that had happened, the reason it happened was because these this burning bush, uh, was like the same bush 
that you get like DMT from, and because mm-hmm. it was burning and he was like so close to yeah, it, yeah, um, he like it's inhaled- known as an acacia tree. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so like, so like he was just high on DMT, and then that's when he heard like the voices telling him to like write these like ten commandments or whatever the story was. That that, that couldn't be far from you know I, I that's believable. I've never done DMT. I can believe that too. Yeah. Uh, but it's in your body. Like your voice. You know, DMT is a naturally produced chemical in your brain. Mm. That's like um, really. That's like really interesting because like a lot of these stories from the Bible could just like be like people like real stories, but like it's just because they ate something that was like poisonous that got them high. Like who's to say like somebody was like walking and they saw some mushrooms and they're like, oh, I'm hungry, and they ate mm. just like mushrooms right. that were like psilocybin. And just got yeah. Tripped balls. And they didn't know. For yeah, like and then. Hours. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, there's, like, the story of, like, the two boys that, like, met G- or met God in, like, the human, f- like, form, and, like, they didn't believe him, so, like, they, like, stabbed him, but he didn't, like, you know, he's God, so, like, he didn't get any wounds, and they were like, holy shit, like, you really are God, like, you know, so, like, maybe they, like... Imagine were- walking down the road and, like, stabbing a dude... Oh, my God. And the stab has no and he, effect. Yeah, and he didn't believe. I was like, oh, okay, it's God. That would, like, yeah, that yeah. would be pretty crazy. Yeah, but maybe, like, on their walk, they were like, hey, we should, like, pick some berries and stuff. And they were like, all right. So they're, like, picking berries, and then they ate some mushrooms. And then that's, like, what And then they actually so. did just stab a guy, and he ended up Yeah, dying. they did stab a guy. He's dead. <laughs> but as far as they know, they're like, yeah, dude, that guy's body <laughs> was made out of stone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, religion is a uh, a conspiracy theory. That's funny. I don't. I, I, I is this the first time we're talking about religion on the show? This is the yeah, first I'm time. I'm like, yes. what? What? Uh, oh, do, do you guys believe? In? No. Gabe, do you believe in God? <laughs> yeah, I do. I believe in God. Um, I I don't know, man. Whatever. God's just a word, but I believe in it. I think. You, uh, okay. <laughs> just a word. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you Christian or Catholic? Would you say if me? Yeah. Um, Since you believe in, I mean, you're I mean, I would say that, like, I would say that, like, I practiced Christianity. Oh, that's good. Um, okay, I see what you're saying. That's, yeah, that's I practiced. Yeah, I practiced Christianity. Like, you know, like, I mean, if I'm practicing Christianity, like, in many ways, I'm pr- I'm practicing like Catholicism, Buddhism, like, mm. you know, like. Yeah, there's a like, lot of overlap yeah. with every um, with every religion. Like, guess, I'm pra- yeah, Judaism, like everything, like. You know, like, I mean, like, what I really practice is, like, I mean, even, like, my, my religious practice is, like, falling off a little bit. But, like, what I really practice is, like, trying to be the best person that I can. Like, practice, like, compassion and empathy That's and, good. like, non-judgment towards other people and, like, you know, acts of service and being Christian-like, you know, like, being like this person, like, you know jesus christ like being christ-like and Mm -hmm. you know like like you know one thing that i really like is like that story of like you know this girl this like lady that was like you know um like who had like committed adultery and all these men were gonna like stone her because she like committed adultery and then like jesus was like yo like this is fine you guys could like throw rocks at this chick chick at this lady and i know i don't know why i said that at this lady if and if, if anybody here has like 
is perfect and never sinned. And that he without sin cast yeah, a stone. Exactly. Yeah. And like and so like I really like that's like that's like one thing I really think of like when I like, you know, live life and like I really try not to cast stones because I'm not perfect. And that's like, you know, that's that's the Bible. Like, you know, but that's also Buddhism. And like I don't know. I wouldn't call myself a Buddhist though. But I do practice Buddhism. Yeah, I, like, but I would call myself more me. of a Christian. Like I wouldn't call myself a Buddhist, but I have definitely studied some Buddhism and read some, yeah. you know, some. I also just think I, I. Sorry. But um, yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta practice just a little bit of everything. You kind of adapt like the morals, I suppose, of certain religions and how you should be a good human being. I get you. Like, not so yeah. much labeling yourself I, as one thing, but just... Well, it's kind of hard, because, like, everything has, like, a bad rap, you know? Like, yeah. you know, like, Christianity, like, people are just so open about talking shit to Christians. And look, I get it, like, a lot of them are... And I don't know about a lot of them, but, like, you know, there are... There's enough of them that are, like, f- like fag-hating, God, mm-hmm. you know, believing, like, mm-hmm. you know, people and, like, all that shit... But, like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, you're going to get bad seeds and everything. And that, maybe that's ignorant of me to say. I also get it when people are like, dude, religion is absolutely terrorism. Like, you know, like... Yeah, like, there are some yeah. people that think that it's, like, a detriment to the human race. Mm-hmm. And I like get that, too. I, I get that, too. And mm-hmm. I think that I, I feel more comfortable saying that I'm a Christian than I am a Buddhist because I have, like, more respect for Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> like that i do christianity but i mean that it that has its holes and its flaws and there are bad seeds yeah. within like the buddhist like practice too you know um i mean but i really like i've met way more christians that are like openly hateful than i have buddhists you know i've also just met a lot more christians but mm. yeah mm. but I'm i sure. love religion man like i i think it's a beautiful thing in a lot of ways um i think that it I I love it. I believe in God. I believe that there's a higher power and it is the reason that I'm alive. And like, maybe that higher power is love. Like, I don't know, but like God is love to me. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to, I, I mean, we're talking about religion for those of you that are listening. So, I mean, we're, we're in it now. Do you believe in heaven? <laughs> in heaven? Yeah. Like the afterlife? Um, or yeah. What do you, what do you I, think? Yeah the afterlife i mean what the fuck it's like it's like i don't know man like why would i why would why would i anything i believe is just what i want Mm -hmm. and what i hope there is it's not like a i have no reason to believe that there is an actual afterlife like i don't have like an actual reason like i i don't i don't like tangible evidence i don't fucking know i one thing that was like really cool to me is like when i was younger i had this friend that was like in this hardcore band and he was super christian and uh and we were talking about this like heaven and hell and he was like he was like you know he was like i believe in hell and what hell is for me is living a life without god and that really stuck with me and i think that that's like what hell is for me and so like when i'm dead as long as god is in my being or Mm -hmm. afterlife Mm -hmm. like then i'm in heaven like Mm -hmm. you know um And I mean, like, you know, there are certain people that believe like that we're that like, you know, heaven on earth. But and then there are other religions that like believe that this is hell on earth. Like the Israelites believe that we're living through hell right now. Mm. Like, you know, um, 
But yeah, that, I mean, that's what heaven and hell is for me. Is like hell is a place where like God doesn't exist. Interesting. Not like a physical place, but more of what you, I guess, hold inside. That's interesting. I don't know. The the, the concept of eternal consciousness kind of sounds it, like hell to me. It sounds a little scary, actually, now that you say it. Like, here, I'm going to ask you a question, both of you. Um, I think it was like, would you rather die happy or live forever? Die happy, 100%. I literally have the words die happy tattooed on me. Nice. <laughs> What about you, Anthony? Here's your answer for that. Like, would you want to live forever uh, if you could? Depends what kind of life I'm living. Mm-hmm. Well, because happiness is fleeting and it's precious. Mm-hmm. And how lo- how much of that do I have in this eternal life? If there's none, then there's no point. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point? Yeah. Well, you know, what? I think it's interesting that like idea, that concept. But we've seen it uh, again and again in different movies, like or even in books too. Even the concept of the fountain of youth or even i don't know if you guys read the book um ooh, i can't remember what it's called right now but uh um, talk over last yes yes that's what it is that's exactly it um, how'd you know that yeah oh uh, because i read the book and connections. It, uh, it's about a spring that uh, grants eternal youth yeah basically the uh, fountain i of thought youth. you were gonna say eat pray love that's funny that's funny no but in the in that book um you know like i, I think like there's a boy the girl comes across his family and they have like this well i can't remember it's like a thing that produces like this water it's a spring spring okay in a forest right and like they drink from it and they live forever basically you know like they've been there for like years and years and years and this girl kind of comes upon it and basically the book i think what i remember from as a kid is that it's like her trying to choose whether she wants to drink from the spring or not because once she drinks from the spring she like lives longer and so it's like the choice is do i want to live like forever or do i want to just live this one life i mean like yeah like you know it's like you know like i mean you're still gonna be a dumb human being (laughs) like we're fucking we're dumb dude like we're so fucking dumb i know like you know like like we know that death is real we don't know what it is but we know that it's real and it's our biggest fear like we are so afraid to die because we don't know what happens when we die Mm. and we still are upset that they fucked up our order at starbucks like you know what i mean (laughs) like we're still upset oh my stranger things that like the stranger things season four hasn't come Bro, out this, like this you know it, what i mean like this brings it full fucking, circle man you know it's like fucking ridiculous so you're gonna drink from the spring for what for what unless you're living unless you're like living a dope ass life and you're like i do not want this to end mm-hmm. like or you're like contributing to like the human race like you're a doctor right. on the verge of like finding the cure for or cancer like Elon or, some Musk shit. or, some shit, or something yeah. like you know but like for the most part like dude like we have all the time in the world like as far as we know and like or also we don't have any time left and we're still worrying about the dumbest fucking shit like you know like we're we know like we know that it fucking sucks to like 
you know, it's like what I'm talking about, like right now, like I, I, I've like lost a lot of discipline in like my exercise. And I know that if I wake up and I run, that it will make me feel better. Maybe it won't be instant gratification. Maybe it's not going to make me feel as good as like coming does. Like, you know, but I know if I do it, that it will make me feel better. And I know that if I do it again and again and again and again, I not only will I feel better because I like set a goal and I accomplish my goal, but you know, I'll have a literal have more energy you know i'll i'll be able to focus better my mind will be more clear you know i'll re relieve myself from stress stress and anxiety like these things that fucking cripple me like these things that are crippling i'll be able to eat more food without gaining weight like you know like because my metabolism will be higher like all these things that are so beneficial that like and i still don't do it i still don't do it you know and I'm like, fuck, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time. Do. I have it's all crazy. the time in the world. I don't yeah. know how long I'm going to live, and I'm still wishing for more time. I'm a fucking idiot. How about I just use the time that I have right now wisely? How about I don't trip out on little things? How about I don't get so stuck in my feelings when, like, my girlfriend says something that's, uh, like, a tone I don't like? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how yeah. come I just don't practice meditating every day? You know, like, why don't I do these things? Because I'm a dumb fucking piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. the fuck are we doing? Bro. What the fuck are we doing? I've been to a couple protests. And I, like, seriously, dude. Like, I've been at these protests. And it's people that are fighting for what they believe against cops. That are fighting for what they believe. And mm. my thing is, my thing is, like, what the fuck are we really doing? Like, what are we really doing? We're human fucking beings. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are, like, especially, like, police. Like, what are you fucking fighting for? What are you fighting for? What the fuck is going on? Mm. Like, it's like we're in fucking, like, uh, 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 like a what is it like a like another another dimension another universe like bizarro I world. feel like it's like yeah, what like the we've fuck is the going bizarro on realm. like like power like what power like you're part you're a cog in the fucking system too you like what the fuck is going on yeah, we're all scrambled like, all, at the end of the day we all want to breathe drink water and eat food mm -hmm. like like oh, let's just fucking do that and we don't like it is crazy and if we had the option to drink from that well we would do it why because everyone else is doing it probably you know what i'm saying because everyone Some else is fucked. Like exactly because everyone else is doing it and also because you're like well if i had more time i could fix these problems in my life no you can't because yeah. you're not doing it now it's yeah. like tomorrow 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 right it's like tomorrow's not real whoa are you What's that honking noise? Oh, I think someone just honked outside. <laughs> oh shit, that was crazy. It felt like it, was, it felt like somebody was inside an ice cream truck. <laughs> it's crazy though, dude. Like it's fucking it's crazy. I'm a I'm a fucking idiot. I'm always wanting more time. I'm always spending money like a fucking like like I have it, 
you know, and I'm like, why did I buy this? I'm like, why did I fucking buy this? I don't have money. And then I get a paycheck on Friday and I'm like, I should buy this thing that's going to make me happy. And then I'm like, why am I so unhappy? Maybe it's because I'm buying shit that I don't really need or want. And because I'm spending money on a fucking iPhone or this or that or beer, now I don't have money to eat healthy, to eat green food, green food. And instead I'm fucking chugging beer after beer. You know, it's like, why am I not just making good choices? Like, why am I not just making good choices? And don't get me wrong. I'm not a piece of shit, like, all the time. But, you know, some fucking times. Mm. <laughs> I feel you, dude. Same. I was thinking last night, like, I just, I, I want to start doing some push-ups. Maybe even start running. Like, even though it's going to, I'm going to feel like shit the first time. Like, uh, yeah. Like, there's always... In your head. You're not even gonna feel like you're not even gonna feel like shit the first time. You know why? Because you're not gonna push yourself the first time. You're gonna Probably. start for a run and then you're gonna end yeah. up walking. Yeah, seriously, I already know. You're right. You know, it's like, know. like yeah, it's like so you might as well just do it that way. When tomorrow comes around, the actual tomorrow, you're already doing it. Like you know, like you're actually doing it. Like you know, I I was you know. It's like I could have just started it takes it takes small steps that are not going to kill you. Mm. Like, you know, some people make so many excuses, myself included. Like, you know, I'm like, "Oh, well, if I try to run blah 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 or try to lift weights, I'm going to hurt myself or I'm going to do mm. this and I'm going to No, I'm not. Because the truth is, I'm not even going to really push myself the first time around." Yeah, I feel you, man. It'd be like that. We're running up on a minute 39 here. It's time to get to a segment that we do on every show. My favorite segment of every installment of the 1st and the 15th. I'm talking about shitheads and do-gooders. What we do is we take one person from the media, news, or your personal life that has committed some evil, and we choose to shine a light on it. Then, to lighten the mood, we highlight the good that someone else has done. Uh, Jaime, would you like to go first? Yeah, okay. So, if you were, if you listened last, last week, uh, my shithead had to do with baseball-related um obviously the yankees threw at the rays this and that so my shithead is going to be the commissioner of baseball again because he suspended the manager for the yankees aaron boone the manager for the rays and um the closing pitcher for the yankees uh chapman or chapman so they suspended all three of them so that means sorry i'm like really pissed because i'm a baseball fan other baseball fans might you know agree the reason I'm, I'm pissed is that they suspended these three guys and they've served more suspension time than the actual Astros who cheated in the 2017 World Series. Like, they haven't gotten any punishment whatsoever for their actions and they're suspending a manager for nothing, basically. I Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it's for nothing. I know, but like... He he didn't do anything. Like it wasn't nothing. I mean, nothing. What was did he do? Wait, sorry. Okay, I got so lost. let me give you. So so the. Uh huh. Sorry. Let me give you a little. Okay, so there was a game. There's a little bit of beef between the Yankees and the Rays, and um, the closing pitcher for the Yankees threw at one of the batter's heads. Oh okay. yeah, it's like with the baseball. I've seen uh-huh. that. So he threw at his head. And they thought it was intentional. It was like a hundred and one mile hour fucking fastball. It was like one one. Yeah, they, you knock know, your head off. It didn't yeah. hit him, but they gave the both benches warnings. And then after that game, they suspended that pitcher for throwing that one pitch. Uh-huh. And uh, they, like I said, suspended the, the both managers. 
Um, so that's a little. I don't bit know. Of, you, well, you my, said, my thing is, who do you think greenlit that pitch? I don't think, dude. I don't think Aaron Boone. You don't think no. the manager knew that was coming? No. I don't think Aaron Boone would do that. I don't think he would be like throw with this guy. No. Yeah, no but way. you don't know him. No way. And also, too, I mean, the Yankees are winning in this game. Like, I don't see why you would want to hit a guy, put him on base, put a potential runner on base so they can, like, that would not, no. Seems like the shithead should be that pitcher. No. no. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Seems like the well, guy is that your, the is that your, the is that your team? No. Is gonna... that your team that you're defending? The, yeah, the Yankees are my team. Yeah, smelling well, some hypocrisy, Jaime. I'm just not choosing that as my shithead right now. I'm choosing the commissioner for sus- well, it's not for the player. It's really more for suspending Aaron Boone, the general manager. I don't understand that. Like, but the reason I'm mad is that the Astros players, the Astros got they kind of got it. away with like cheating and they haven't been affected. Like the players personally haven't been affected at all. I don't think anything is going to come down yeah. on them. I think they That's got away with that it. Sucks, and I bro. think they're just going to move forward. Well, yeah, I mean, I get, I get that. Like, but at the, like the thing about the Astros seems shitty. Like that, like, you know, this team was cheating and they didn't mm-hmm. get like any, mm-hmm. uh, consequences, you know, mm-hmm. Or, like, Very suffer little. any consequences. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, the pitcher thing, like, whether it was a mistake or not, like, intentional or not, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, your actions still have, like, consequences. consequences and, like, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, that, that was definitely intentional. You think so? Even if know. it wasn't, like, Maybe. even if it wasn't, like, we actually, like, there's no way for us to, like, decipher intent and, like... So like you have to punish him, right? Like, but it has to be fair for everyone. So that he doesn't like, do it again. Yeah, so he doesn't do it again, but or there's not a pattern or whatever. But you. like also, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's complicated. I also don't care. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, it's complicated. But let's let's, let's move on. I suppose I don't want to. So so we don't uh, go on for like an hour like last time. <laughs> <laughs> hey Gabe, do you have a shithead? I don't know. What did I answer last time? I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, like a shithead, and then highlight a good person. Yeah, but we'll do the good people after we get oh, okay. done with the bad people. Yeah. Anyone at all? Anyone like, what, in your personal like a, life? <laughs> like a sh- like a shithead. Yeah. Any, like, anything. Really. Not... I don't know, man. I I don't really shithead like has anybody ever been like just shitty to me like it doesn't have to be like an entirely negative thing it can like someone cut you off in the store or whatever i don't know or they took the last someone wasn't wearing a mask i don't know man i think i think i think like when i think back about like shitheads in my life like i've probably been the biggest shithead like you know in 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 my experience like you know, like, I mean, I'm a lot harder on myself than anybody else is going to be. And, like, I wasn't a monster. But I just, like, think back, like, I was, like, shitty. Like, I didn't, like, there was a lot of times where, like, I didn't respect people. Um, I tried to be funny and I took things too far. Like, that was, like, a big mistake that I would make a lot. Like, I would cross the line. Like, you know, that, like, nobody's laughing anymore and I'm still mm. laughing. I turned into a bully mm. at certain parts of my life. Like, I was, like, a shithead in that way. And, like, I just also didn't listen to people when I had a different opinion than them. Like, that's shitty. Mm. Um, I was judgmental and I, like, made assumptions of people that I didn't know. And I still do. I'm a shithead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, 
I mean, I think there's a lot of people that I wish that, like, I could apologize to. And I have, like, apologized to a lot of people. But, like, that I feel super bad for, like, a lot of things. I made a lot of mistakes that were just shitty. Like, I've, you know, like, I just, I've done... I've done shitty things to, like, friends, you know, and I've taken advantage of people. Uh, I've been inconsiderate of, like, girlfriends and partners and friends' feelings, and um, I've interrupted people when it was their turn to talk. Like, that's shitty, you know, I... Well, good on you for admitting it, man. You know, it takes a lot to do that, to call yourself a shithead, actually. I think this is the first... I think you're the first person to use themselves yeah, as, as a shithead. Well, that's because I'm better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say my shithead is uh, Richard Jefferson. He's an analyst for ESPN. Um, he recently said about Giannis. I'm not going to even attempt to say his right. last name. I'll oh, yeah, up. that dude. Yeah. Um, he said that he was uh, Scotty Pippen type player and that he needs a Michael Jordan. Mm. Now Giannis, um, he just won the MVP. And he, I think defensive player of the year. Bro. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking yeah. about. That's... He doesn't need a Jordan. Right. He is Jordan, he's, baby. He, no, he's it's a different class. I'm, you know yeah. Homie he, he's not picked up two MVPs. Who's done that? And that needs a Jordan. If this was anyone else, this wouldn't be said. It's bullshit, and I don't care if they're down 3-0 right now. Like, homie doesn't need help. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. And to, like, un- not, like not, I don't know if that's the word undermine, but just to th- think so little about someone. And to even, like, so little, but at the same time, you're talking about Scottie Pippen, one of the greatest players in NBA history. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... Using his name as a way to demean yeah. someone. Yeah. That's hilarious. Stupid. You know, can I go back yeah. for my shithead? Like, because you guys are talking about sports. I'm not a huge sports person. But, like, if I had to say, like, something that, like, really bummed me out for somebody that I really looked up to was um, Conor McGregor when he threw that fucking hand truck, the dolly, at the... Remember oh, yeah. all that? And because of, like... Mike yeah, he, like, uh, I don't know Rose's last name. Like, I don't know how to say it. You know Thug Rose, the fighter? He, like... Yeah. Yeah, he got glass in her eye. And this was all because Shit. of, like, was even Khabib even on that bus? He was on the bus, yeah. Uh, Mike Chiesa had to get stitches on his eye because he was in the seat where the where the trolley got thrown. Yeah, he that got whole... glass in his eye. Shit. Dude, that whole uh, thing was just ridiculous. It's It made me lose so much respect for, like, Conor McGregor. Dude, and that like, whole fucking, like, the presser beforehand, or, like, after, where Connor started talking about, like, homie's country and all the shit going on there, because apparently, like, uh, Dagestan is, like, there's a bunch of shit with the Russian government going on, and, like, a billionaire's been thrown in jail and shit, and, yeah. like, started, offered Khabib, like, whiskey, knowing he's a Muslim and, like, doesn't drink. Damn. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I fucking I like Conor McGregor. I like the way that he fights. I like his shit talking. I think that he definitely has taken it too far. I don't like him and Mayweather. Like some of the things that he said were like also him and Mayweather. That whole like like tour that they did was just so cheesy. (laughs) Three cities on three different continents. Oh my god, it was so cheesy. It was so bad. 
like Mayweather is like one of the best boxers, if not like the well, he has the best record in boxing, right? Pound 51. for pound, best boxer, pound for pound. Yeah, fifty-one and zero, right? Like he's Jeez. undefeated. Uh, Fifty and zero. Wow. Was it McGregor fifty? Oh no, he's McGregor do, was fifty. Yeah, and he's gonna do his fifty-first fight. Isn't who's he fighting again? Someone else, right? I don't know, but I think that would be the record for him. I think Rocky Marciano was fifty. I think you're, as well. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But anyway. Yeah, Conor McGregor is a shithead sometimes. Like, I, I do believe him since he came back with his, like, last fight, which was against Cowboy, was fucking so dope. But, like, that, like, the interview that he had done with, like, um, whatever sports channel where he was like, I'm a whole different person. Like, I fucked up. Like, was super dope, you know? Uh, well, I mean, you have to look at the beating he took from Khabib in that fight. That was and dope. Homeboy took a beating. That was so sick. But then, like, the whole fight afterwards, too, and, like, it yeah. was just, like, it was, dude, it like, was come a on. big clusterfuck after. He, but, like, ca- again, you're talking about this man's government. You're talking about this man's religion. People from Dagestan, they don't play about either of those things. Yeah, my, you know, my whole thing, though, is, like, if you're gonna get in a ring and you're getting paid, the, you're, you're, you're a piece of shit if you're making this much fucking money, you know, and then you do something to ruin your money like you know to ruin somebody else's fucking money like it's just like yeah, rich. No, they, they held his purse after that they held it they didn't uh, pay him for you know a who's while. a piece of shit jeff bezos anybody with fucking money like this whole fucking america is a piece of fucking shit <laughs> right now everyone involved is a piece of shit you know who's a piece of shit People that complain, myself included, people that complain and don't even attempt to make a change in the world. It's like, let's start with our fucking selves and the community around us before we start pointing fingers like, you know, that uh, like, you know, that are like at people that are millions of miles away. Like, you know, like I'm not. I don't know, like, fucking Facebook activism. Like, the, like, I think that it's really important to, like, share, you know, but like, d- like fake the fake fucking shit like the fake fucking shit where we're just talking shit how like you know this person's bad this person's bad this person's bad but we're not providing resources and hope for change so much well i mean negativity sells Mm. negativity does sell and i understand why we're in it too like it's hard to not be devoured by it a part of it yeah yeah let's uh let's lighten the mood let's go on to some do-gooders Hi, man. What do you got? Uh, yes, my do-gooder is actually um, one of the one of our listeners, actually. Um, oh, mm-hmm. okay. I guess I'll, I, I'm going to name drop because I guess it's important. Okay, so my do-gooder is Jonathan Soriano because he's running for a cause. Um, he's been talking about wanting to run for something because he's a big runner. And uh, he decided to run for... Um, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I'm not really sure. What, I mean, I haven't looked too much into it, but you know, he's running each mile, miles, miles, you know, to provide charity for this, for this uh, hospital. So good on him. Thank you so much, Jonathan. I'm sure you'll listen to this too and uh, give us some appraise for shouting him out. But um, go support him, Jonathan Soriano. I'm not sure. Um, I guess where you can find him, but. I know he's running for St. Jude, which is really cool, and he's putting his efforts into something, so good on him. That's my do-gooder. Thank you, dude. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I really want dude. I really want to do something like that at one point. I need to get my running back up how mm-hmm. it used to be. 
I feel you. Get some miles in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say my do-gooder is going to be uh, James Harden. Mm-hmm. Another basketball mm-hmm. reference. This man uh, has had a reputation over the last few years for being someone that f- so- focuses solely on offense. That was his thing. I'm not going to play defense. I'm going to play offense. My offense is my defense. This year, however, he has turned into a defensive force. They just beat the Lakers. They're up one in the series. Go Rockets. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know too much about basketball. I know James Harden, but um, that's interesting that you can give it like he's giving a little bit more, being less uh, selfish, which is good on, good for him, man. He's been second in MVP voting for like years. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like he's no one to play right, with. I feel you. He's the one that has like the big beard. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Big beard. Yeah, and you can barely see. His How about you, Gabe? Um, I'm trying like I think like a recent do-gooder is like uh, or like somebody that's relevant right now, doing good. Like somebody that's doing good. Um, or good doer. I mean, I know there's. I'm trying to think like somebody in my life that. Mm. Like everyone, shit. <laughs> I I mean definitely, <laughs> I definitely think of my mom a lot. Like you know, my mom works for Dorothy's Kitchen. She's a social worker. She helps like the homeless community. She gets people housing wow. and government aid. Oh, yeah, she's like provided people like, you know, like she's helped. She's provided people with assistance to get like their social security. Like, you know, like, I know that, like, she has, like, some clients that she's gotten, like, thousands of dollars for in, like, Social Security. Like, she's helped, like, even, she's even gone as far as, like, helping, like, people, like, um, like, get their IDs again so they could, like, do what they need to do, like, so, you know, that requires, like, an ID. She's, um, she's done, like, a lot. Like, uh, during quarantine, there was, like, a, a hotel that was, like, providing like people that were houseless with like you know shelter and and so she was she was a part of that in one way or another like um organizing organizing something like she was involved in that so like um yeah my mom's dope as fuck dude like my mom's been a social worker uh she worked for child protective services when i was younger and um and she's volunteered for like um like youth foster foster youth um oh, shit. yeah super cool dude yeah and then so and after she was volunteering at this program called i think like uh peacock farms or something like that um she decided to go back to school so she went back to school for a little bit and then she applied at dorothy's kitchen uh a social worker position and now she's been doing that and my mom really loves her job uh i think that she's like providing like you know something like a a really good service uh and my mom's dope as fuck um yeah she's a she's definitely a good doer in my life sounds like a cool lady yeah listen we're running up on minute 57 we're about to hit the hour mark i don't even care though because it was an excellent (laughs) conversation Uh i want to thank gabriel alviso for coming on the show and uh being him thanks dope dude thanks guys hey i'm sorry about last time why or about uh, <laughs> missing our, our meeting the last time. Oh, no worries, dude. This made it up. Thanks. I felt super bad. You're I felt super, good. super bad. And, dude, that's, yeah, a, like, no, a big thing of, like, 
you know, not having like a schedule, like, you know, before, like, I'm not like I was doing a crazy amount of shows, but I was doing a couple shows every month. So I was writing in my calendar a lot. Like, you know, I was doing my podcast, like my video thing. Uh, and so I was like, like, okay, I have this person coming over. So I was using my calendar a lot. And when you were like, Hey, do you want to do a podcast? I was like, yeah, I'll remember because I don't have a million things going on. But the fact that I don't have a million things going on, I'm not constantly running in my head of like, oh, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? I'm just like, oh, I don't have anything to do. And like, I reminded myself, but it wasn't enough. And I, I fucked up. So I'm, no I really do. I, time is important. And I like feel, I felt bad. It's all good, man. Uh, I want to thank Mr. Jaime Virgen for being the co-host that he has always been. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. As always, I had a great time. And, uh, We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. And that's all for me. Yeah. My name is Anthony Barrera. This has been the first and the 15th. I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Bye.